My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. I hope everyone's having a lovely week. I'm super excited for today's interview. Guys, the guest I'm bringing on, Andrea Maxim, you know, she's a trained naturopathic doctor who owns a successful clinic in Ontario, Canada, and found that her passion in supporting other health healers really ignited her podcast. Her podcast is the Profitable Practice Podcast. And she merges her business experience with mindset coaching to really unlock her clients' potential so they can make the biggest impact possible in the fastest amount of time, which is super exciting. So welcome to the show, Andrea. How's it going? Good. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. I'm super excited. It's such a pleasure to have you on. You know, I know we kept it quite brief with your introduction, but, you know, I'd like you to go ahead and take the stage and really fill in those gaps. If you could even take us back to where it all started. And I mean, how did this all come to fruition um, today and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. So from the first memory I have of what I wanted to be, a doctor was something that was just always there. I knew I was going to be a doctor. I knew I had this healing power within me. And um, I went all the way through high school knowing that, all the way through university knowing that. And then I went to the naturopathic school in Toronto, Ontario, graduated as a naturopath in 2011. And when you graduate from naturopathic school, you inherently are an entrepreneur, whether you like it or not. And so this is where the option around, how am I going to make this work? What approach am I going to have? And what do I want my life and my business to look like? And so I hit the ground running, made six figures in my first year, and really started to notice the difference in mindset and the difference in drive between those that were really successful right out the gate versus those that were really struggling to get going. It's so different here in Canada, at least, where you can't graduate from naturopathic school, hang a shingle, and then there's a lineup of people waiting out your door for you to show up. This is an industry that was very much in its pioneer stages even decades ago, and now it's becoming more mainstream, and yet still we're overcoming the conventional side of things as the first go-to when there is a naturopathic way of supporting the body as well. And so seeing my colleagues just wanting to heal, because that is what we as healers want to do. We just want to serve people. We just want to help them. And the money side of things doesn't always compute when your number one driver is to just be with people. And so there comes a poverty mindset, I find, where we become martyrs to service and we forget about the business side of things, or that part is a huge blocker. And so to help my colleagues start to overcome that, I created the Profitable Practice Podcast, which has over 200 episodes now. And where my journey ended up going is 
come 2019, I really realized how much I was so in the masculine energy, all about structure and business building and getting that going, that I forgot about the feminine side of me, the energetic side of me, the intuitive side of me. So I started going on a path of what does that look like? How can I infuse that into my business? And then became a master hypnotherapist, a master NLP coach. And now I'm finding this beautiful integration in my coaching abilities with my clients to merge not only the mindset side of things, to release the money blockers, to release the value blockers, to release the I'm not good enough blockers so that the magnetism and the attraction just naturally starts to happen. And the cool thing about using techniques and tools like hypnosis and NLP is that it does it instantaneously. It's like flicking on a light switch or switching out a CD. I always go back to like CDs and VHS tapes as my analogy here. It's like just pulling out the bad tape and inserting the good one or just changing the playlist that we've got going. It happens so fast that by the time I'm done working with my clients, they're like, I don't even remember what life was like before starting to make these mental shifts. And in the healing space, because we are so focused on giving, we naturally start to repel money because money has this evil CEO power, you know, kind of influence to it. But when we shift the conversation around, I'm, I'm giving my service and the, um, the display of how much service I give in a year is in the monetary amounts of money that I see coming in, then it almost just changes to this energetic currency before we were using chickens. And now we just happen to be using dollars. And that doesn't mean that you're not worth it. It doesn't mean that your value and your education isn't worth that monetary exchange. And as you grow as a healer, you should also be growing your value. And it's a real struggle for a lot of people because a lot of our patterns around money started before the age of seven. And a lot of my clients, even when I do the work with them, they're like, oh my God, all of this got patterned when I was two months old. What was happening in your family when you were just born? Well, my mom was really stressed out. My dad just lost his job. They were always fighting about money. You have no idea where these patterns existed. And there's no amount of journaling or gratituding that's going to necessarily outwire those deep-seated patterns. And so people are constantly just get into this manifesting bubble. And they're like, well, if I just think positive thoughts, and if I just think about the law of attraction, that is the only thing I need to do. And in some cases, that is the switch that your brain needs. But if there's still a struggle happening, if there's still a blocker, if you've hit a revenue ceiling and you just don't know how to overcome it, then there's something deeper going on. And that's where using unconscious tools like hypnosis and NLP really make all the difference in such a quick amount of time. Like in three hours, you know, what was holding you back just doesn't exist anymore. It's really, really cool. Thank you so much, Andrea, for sharing that. I think you're hundred percent right. I mean, we have, you know, we come from a generation with so so much 
a different generation where, you know, you have to work super hard for your money or you have to, you have these money blocks. And like you said, you don't know where your clients money block blocks are coming from who knows what their life list was like like a lot of um people that we meet are you know they grew up very poor and you know like you said parents are always fighting over money um money's a big thing and so i oftentimes feel like those blockages are are not from right here right now they're from way in the past and generations and how your upbringing was so totally agree with you there now um what would you say is one of the biggest money blockages that you often see with clients that you help them get, get past? Mm -hmm. Because I know, you know, even if it comes to offers and products and stuff like that, um, I find that a lot of people, even the people that we work with, you know, they don't want to increase their pricing because they don't, they don't think anyone will buy, but, yeah. you know, to adjust that mindset, to see the value that you are providing something with so, so much value that you should be increasing, you know, you are worth every dollar of that. So if yes. you want to speak on that, I think that would be a great topic as well. Well, that's a brilliant insight because there's four core uns. The uns are like, if you could imagine a weed, and you see like the weed on top of the surface. And then depending on how long that weed has been there, the deeper those roots go. If it's a fresh one, you can just plunk it out with your hand. If it's been there for a year or two, you may need to like dig it out a little bit or pull a bit harder. But if it's mm-hmm. been there for decades, you have to use a tool to get down there and pull it out. So that's what we call our deep rooted un. And there's four major ones that pretty much play across everybody's mentality, which is I am not good enough. I am undeserving. So map that across to anything you think of. I'm undeserving of wealth. I'm undeserving of love. I'm undeserving of clients. I'm undeserving of success. Mm -hmm. Um, I am powerless. So there's this feeling of I don't like, who am I to ask people for money? Who am I to show up? on social media when there's so many people doing that. And then the final one is um, a lot of the times is I am unlovable. So when we have these root uns that are so deeply ingrained from, as you said, generational trauma from parents passing it down, then we start acting out against them because we don't know what else to do. So in a way of feeling loved, let's just use that one, or feeling good enough, we lower our prices just for someone to show up and show us that we're okay, that we are good enough. You know, if we give our stuff away for free and look at all the people that consume our free content, it it's like a dopamine reward. Social media has got that mastered, right? Oh, I got so many likes and shares and comments. And we lose sight on what's actually driving the business and what's driving the business and what's driving your growth and your evolution as a business owner is the wealth ceiling that you start hitting and wealth ceilings are very much tied to self-esteem. And so if your self-esteem is low, you can't expect to meet a high wealth ceiling or hold it. There's a big difference, right? So there's a lot of businesses that in one year crushed it and then they were never able to do it again because they didn't build an energetic container big enough to hold that. Mm -hmm. Or 
they have an amazing month because they were in that vibe. They were being powerful. They weren't afraid to show up and they had this big whoosh of success and then they were exhausted by the end. And so the rest of the month was just recovery mode. All of those are signs of where's the self-esteem level, where's the wealth ceiling you want to go to, and what's the big gap between those? Absolutely. I love that. I'm happy we covered it because it is so true. And it's something that entrepreneurs struggle with daily, you know, that overcoming that. So tell me a little bit about, you know, let's go back to, let's dive into, you know, the podcast. Now, what were the intentions when you first started? I know you kind of touched on that earlier, but where were the intentions when you first started and where are we at today? I know that you have about 200 episodes, but if you want to dive into that and let us know how, you know, the business tied into it so well before and today, if there's anything that changed. Yeah. So when I was doing that podcast, I was very much in the structure and building mindset. And that was something that when I found a lot of healers graduated from school, they had the competence to heal people. They did not have the competence or the confidence to build a business and they didn't know where to go. And so in the healing space, it is very different than a social media business or a messaging business, or I'm going to coach you in business. There's a different vibe to it because the health space, there isn't a direct exchange of if you invest in me, I'm going to get you your investment back from a money perspective. Mm -hmm. With health, there's a crap ton of mindset stuff that's going on in the patient or client's health, and they don't see the reciprocal exchange. And so there's a commitment problem. And so what I was doing with that podcast is every episode giving new ideas for a new strategy, new structure, a new standardized operating procedure you could put in place. My mind is really, really good at solving problems and creating a linear growth strategy. That's one of my superpowers. So that's what the business was really encompassing. And we brought on guests that had different insights. And it was one of the first podcasts out there at the time serving healers in particular in that way. And so now, of course, five years later, there's more opportunities out there. There's more people doing it. And um, where I feel called now with the knowledge I have now is to really start infusing that integration of the masculine and the feminine of the structure and the energetics into that podcast. I love that. Super exciting. And how do you find with podcasts, like, you know, before you're reaching people, maybe within your community and maybe within your country, but now you're opening doors literally globally all over the world. How do you feel about that? Now that I've done the mental work that feels safe. Right. (laughs) Right? And I say that on purpose because when we start expanding, there's a feeling of being unsafe, of being unsupported when we start really going global, right? The idea sounds Mm -hmm. cool logically, but our capacity doesn't necessarily hold that. And now from all of the work that I've been doing, and it's been over a year that I've been doing this work on myself. Now it's just like, let's go, let's do it. No problem. Amazing. And you're right. Like, especially with a podcast, you know, there's so many things that, you know, 
we, when I first started, I was so afraid, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I would not listen back on them. I'm like, oh my gosh, I who even am I, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So we have that struggle internally. Absolutely. And I know I hear that from several guests as well. Just, you know, imposter syndrome or you know you're getting nervous because you're you're speaking with someone you've never met or you know it might be someone maybe on another level higher level it could be someone on lower level to you but either way it can be a little bit scary at times and I think just facing that that fear and doing the self-development along with it which in your case with what you're doing is huge and I think it could be really helpful to tons of people Mm -hmm. um but very important. Now, what would, what would you say right now would be if anyone's looking that has a podcast, who's an entrepreneur looking to, you know, get the support in that area where they have those blockages and do that internal work. What kind of classes do you have going on that might be a good fit for them at the moment? Yeah. So I run um, a self-hypnosis workshop, which is a one day Saturday workshop. And that's where Practitioners and healers can learn the power of self-hypnosis. It's for Mm -hmm. self. Um, And hypnosis is literally just a state. We are in hypnosis all day long, but we look at it from a movie word, right? As soon as I say hypnosis, you're thinking scary movie, mind control, stage show, quack like a duck. You know, people tell me what to do and I just do it. But in reality, we're in a hypnotic state 95% of our day. So that also plays into the thoughts that are running in your mind, the actions that you're taking or lack of actions you're taking, and the vision you are creating for your podcast and for your business. So self-hypnosis is something you can do where when you catch those negative thoughts come in, you can just drop into that state and just say, no, I am confident. I am powerful. I do deserve to show up. I am showing up. Um, There is nobody that's better than me. We're all equals. It doesn't matter what their background is. And you can install that again, just like changing up the playlist that's going on in your mind. And we do that over a day workshop for those that are really like, oh my God, hypnosis is what my coaching clients need. They're what my patients need to be doing. I actually designate four times a year. I run a designation program so that you can, by the end of the weekend, be a fully designated hypnotherapist with the American board of hypnotherapy. Yeah. Just over one weekend. Just one weekend. Wow. And is this one virtual or in person? Virtual. So that way it's accessible to everybody. Um, And then finally, of course, yeah. If, if it's you listening where you're just like, I just need this stuff done on me and then I'm good to go. Then we would do more one-on-one coaching. And, um, that's where you can just reach out to me at the Andrea Maxim, and we can start a conversation on what your options are. So those are the three ways that I love to support my healers. Absolutely amazing. I, I think it's so important to have that, you know, those options, you can do the one-on-one, you can do the virtual, you can do the day, the the a couple of hours or the weekend workshop and already be certified to do it. That's incredible. Yeah. Amazing. So I wanted to ask you what your biggest focus is for the next six to 12 months from now within the business, maybe within the podcast. Yeah. So I have committed this year to just stay in flow. And there's a big reason why 
One is this year, 2023, is the most highly energetic year we will ever experience and have ever experienced. Like, I bet you, listener, have gone through so much stuff. And if I could swear, I would. In the you past totally can. Months, Anything goes. <laughs> okay. So you have probably gone through so much shit in the past three months this year Mm -hmm. alone, more than you have in any other year. And the reason being is we're now in what's, yeah, you're nodding your head. We're now in what's called the age of Aquarius. The age of Aquarius was that song back in the seventies. And the age of Aquarius is about rebirth. This is like a global rebirth. So shit is coming up. Like all the stuff you've been hiding under the rug or putting away in the storage room and shutting the door Mm -hmm. is exposing itself in like a magnitude way. So we've never seen before. Never. And this is also why clients and patients are experiencing things at a higher frequency and magnitude because they're also going through it as well. So the reason why I say I'm just staying in flow is because it's the only place that I can really go in so that there's no resistance because as soon as shit's coming up and you start resisting it, it's not going to just go away. It's going to come back louder and louder and louder and louder. And I can say over the past five weeks alone, I have gone through this incredible expansion through physical pain. I manifested out of nowhere, um, severe hip pain on my right side, because I chose this year to finally stand up and hold my power. And the hips are all about structure and mobility moving forward. So we don't know what's going to come up for you this year. Stay in flow. I'm staying in gratitude. I'm just staying in a place of abundance. And even, you know, my workshops, sometimes it's 10 people. And this workshop I have coming up is one or two people. And I'm still going to show up because I'm staying in gratitude. And I'm just so thrilled that people are still raising their hand. And if you can hold that for the year, everything feels more effortless and easy. And it's all about overcoming that resistance as quickly as we can. And so I'll infuse that into the podcast as well. Um, And I'm certainly showing up a lot more on like TikTok and, and Instagram too, just really making powerful moves and making powerful statements and just not being afraid to step outside of the general information and just be like, no, this is, this is what the problems are. This is the mistakes that you're making. Here's the solution. Is it in alignment with you? Yes or no. And it's, it's been the first year where I have allowed that to just be, and I have never felt more in flow. And as a result, my body is literally expanding, (laughs) which Hurts in the moment. I tell you, like pain, nothing will break you down faster than pain. However, it was pain with a purpose. And I had to just ride that wave, right? I love all of it. I mean, you mentioned, um, and this was huge, the, you know, the age of the Aquarius, the whole rebirth thing. Now, we just had a new moon, right? Or we're having, is it a new moon? Yeah, a new moon. That has everything to do with it as well. Is that correct? Or maybe you have different thoughts on that. I wanted to see what you had to say about that and how that might work. 
So um, based on when this podcast is being put live right now, right. we just went through the spring equinox. The spring mm-hmm. equinox just had a new moon. So it's a shit ton of energy. The spring equinox is a massive gateway. Mm-hmm. All of the mm-hmm. seasonal transitions are gateways of energy. Spring in particular is when everyone's coming out of hibernation and growing again. Blooming, yeah. Huge, huge energy shift. Crazy. Yeah, no, it's it's a total rebirth and you probably feel it with, like you said, clients and everyone else. Um, it's a big thing. <laughs> yeah. So to, to stay in flow is huge. Um hundred percent because it doesn't feel like everything's in flow, especially during now and the last couple of days. I I can understand if anyone else is feeling the same way. So, right. And here's what I will say to everybody that's listening is as things are coming up, as stuff is going down, as conflict, you know, perceived conflict is happening. It's really important to stay in that. Why is this happening for me? What is it that I need to learn here? Where are the wounds that I still need to heal? Why is this thought bubble continuing to come up every time I'm about to write an email, every time I'm about to invite a guest to my podcast, every time I'm about to go live? These are all things for you to be very, very aware of. And if solving those answers yourself isn't possible yet, because you don't have the tools or resources, it's really important to find those people you align with, whether it be me or somebody else, to help you navigate what's really going on. When did this all start? What does this actually mean? Because it's not until you're in awareness that you can make a choice of either staying in pain or going towards solution. But a lot of us aren't even aware as to why. We're just like, why is this happening to me? Why yep. me? Why is it happening all at once? And you have to really change that mindset into more of a scientific exploration is why is this happening for me? What is this doing? And I can tell you again, even in the past five weeks, it was my spontaneous, kid you not, like in a day, spontaneous, severe sciatic and hip pain. My mom had a significant diagnosis, health diagnosis that we're working through Um, and then I had, uh, my grandma, my Nana, who is starting to, you know, go on, on the outs with her health. I'm just like, it's been a crazy month and yet there's a lesson for all of it. It's all about healing. It's about literally letting go. And that's what I have to just trust that it's not happening to me. It's for me to learn the lessons. It's happening for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big believer in that as well. So stay positive, everyone. Just look at the lesson that's coming from it. Um, if, if it resonates and maybe there's some deeper healing that's needed and that's why it keeps popping up and all at once. So Andrea, this has been absolutely amazing. Like I said before, I love what you're doing. I think you're incredible at it. And, you know, if you don't mind just one more time, letting everybody know the best way to connect with you, if they are looking to get some healing or start, you know, join the day, uh, day workshop or the weekend workshop, masterclass, one-on-ones, whatever it might be. Yeah. The fastest place is at the Andrea Maxim on Instagram. And of course you can visit andreamaxim.com. 
Incredible. Well, thank you so much again, Andrea. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure entrepreneur and want to come on my show, just like Andrea did today to talk about your journey, talk about what you're up to, the business side of things and the podcast, please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Thanks so much, guys. Catch you on the next episode. Bye, Andrea. Bye. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.